Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Diane Dempster and Elaine Taylor-Klaus from Impact Parents. Elaine, Diane, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. All right. Now, tell our viewers and our listeners a little bit about what Impact Parents does and why you guys are so unique. Um, so what, in, what Impact Parents does is it helps parents stay sane while raising complex kids. Um, and uh, by that, I mean we provide coaching, training, and support for parents of kids who may be outside the box, kids who may not be developing as typically as their peers. Maybe they have a diagnosis like ADHD, anxiety, learning disabilities, uh, autism, something like that. Um, or maybe they're just quirky and complex and <laughs> difficult to raise, especially in these complex times. Um, Diane, so what, what would you have? Yeah, so what makes us different, I think, Seth, is our approach. And what we find with complex kids, kind of the, the common denominator in complex kids is that the typical methods of parenting and helping these kids just don't work the same way with these kids. And so what we do is, is two things. One is help parents to know what to do to support their kids in a way that really does work and also make it more sustainable because it's not just about getting information. We're all on the internet at four in the morning doing research and gathering information for ourselves and for our kids. It's really this sort of, how do I make it work in my family? How do I make it work with my kiddo? A lot of the adults we work with have a lot of overwhelm and anxiety and maybe ADHD themselves. And so there's a lot of complexities and nuances to the whole thing. Well, and the only other thing I would add to that is that we come from a different paradigm. So instead of coming from the world of therapy, which a lot of parent support programs come from, we are certified coaches. So what we're actually doing is bringing the world of coaching to parents and training parents in foundational fundamental coaching skills. So that's kind of the secret sauce. It is definitely part of the secret sauce. Now let's go back in time a little bit. How did you both get into this business? <laughs> you go, Doug. <laughs> no, so um, I started coaching um, about a, a little bit more than a decade ago as a second life career. Lost my corporate job in healthcare with a million other people in 2008 and decided what I really loved about what I did was helping people make changes in their lives. 
And so became a court, a coach. And at the same time, my oldest was diagnosed with ADHD. And so there's this confluence of how do I help him? I was learning how all these coaching tools. And what I found is that some of the tools that I was learning as a coach really changed the family dynamic. I was the only one, honestly, in my family that didn't have ADHD, I found out kind of after the fact. And so I had a lot of frustration and overwhelm trying to manage this complex family and move us forward found myself yelling a lot more than I wanted to, irritated with them, banging my head against the wall. And when I started using the coaching tools I was learning, things started to shift. And then I met Elaine and she had a similar but different kind of story. Right. So my story is that I was a, I was a lost, overwhelmed mom in a complex family. I used to say of ADHD plus plus, of, of complex family of five. Um, and, you know, as one kid after another was diagnosed with different issues, kind of like dominoes, at some point I looked around and I realized my husband couldn't be responsible for all of the <laughs> neurology in our house. And so I went and had myself evaluated and I was diagnosed with attention and learning disabilities or learning issues in my early 40s. And so that kind of changed the course for me. And I set out to try to figure out how do I help myself so that I can be the kind of support and provide the kind of support my kids needed. And when I discovered coaching, it was just the whole world shifted. You know, I had been in therapy, I'd done all kinds of things. And, and I, I think there's a fabulous role for therapy in supporting families of complex kids. And there's something different that happens when you move into the realm of coaching. And so, um, you know, I went from, kind of neurotic to empowered mom <laughs> by, by learning how to take a coach approach. And it dramatically shifted and improved my parenting so much so that my, my husband actually a couple of years later sold his business and he became a coach as well because it really transformed our family dynamic and, and taught us how to communicate well with each other and to really improve relationships. So when we met each other, Diane and I realized um, we both had this common experience that this was something transformative and it was something we could, we could teach. We could help other parents achieve this. So I had already become a coach. Diane became a coach. We met each other and we were going to just do a webinar or workshop. That was, workshop, we were just going to do yeah. a workshop. <laughs> and now we have a global company that supports thousands of parents all over the globe. So, you know, uh, motherhood is the necessity of invention, I think, <laughs> in this case. So that is absolutely incredible. And I know the longer version is, is hopefully going to be, and it is in some of your books, um, yeah, if not absolutely. all of them. So why do you think it is that the traditional methods that you've talked about don't work? I think they, well, let me jump in and then you can yeah. chime in. I think that the key piece is that the traditional methods don't take into consideration what's really going on for the kiddo and the neurobiology or the neurobiology of the parent, quite frankly, I mentioned that earlier. And, you know, we expect that, you know, if, if a child doesn't change their behavior, it's because they're not motivated. Or if the child doesn't change their behavior, it's because they're not, the, you know, they don't care. We kind, of, we kind of end up stereotyping these kids. A lot of times they get- Judging these kids. Bad kids, they get stuck in school. And what, if you can shift the paradigm and, and instead see a kid who's having a hard time, I mean, I think it's that understanding of that term executive function. And I don't know whether you, I, I know Seth, you've heard the term before, but executive function is a part of the brain 
that tells you what to do and when to do it and controls literally all of the aspects of your life. If And these kids are struggling with executive function challenges. And so what looks like bad behavior is actually a kid who's struggling to get his brain to do what he, he or she wants it to do. Elaine, what would you add? So the, the language we use for this, that, to simplify it, is, is we teach parents to ask the question, are they naughty or are they neurologically challenged at the moment? And when you give parents a framework for understanding what's going on with their kids, it shifts their approach, it, it draws on their compassion, it enables them to be the support their kid needs instead of falling into these old patterns that said, well, I should just discipline more if they would just, right? We have all of these judgments and preconceived notions and, and, and the world has shifted and parenting has shifted and, and expectations have shifted. And we have to meet our kids where they are now, not where you know they were when father knew best back, <laughs> back in the 1950s. You know, it's, it's a new world. Well, and then not only that, but you're not just focused on what's going on now. Ultimately, what we're trying to do is to raise successful and independent young adults and launch right. them at some point. And so if you're so busy focused on how do I get their homework done today? How do I get the good grades today? How do I get the towel hung up in the bathroom or whatever the, the challenge is right brush now? Brush their teeth. That's a big You're going to yeah, brush your teeth. My gosh, how many kids have a hard time brushing, remembering to brush their teeth? But if you're focused on those sorts of things and not on the long run, you're getting more frustrated. Your kids starting to push back because they ultimately want to be able to be more independent. Ultimately, it's about empowerment, right? The goal is to empower kids to become, to, to, to have agency on themselves and to teach them to make decisions. So what we teach parents is a collaborative problem solving process so that they can collaborate with their kids to help their kids learn to make decisions in life instead of just expecting them to follow directions and then magically getting to college and somehow knowing what they're supposed to do. So how do we bring in, you know, shift to a new paradigm? Because no one's starting from zero, right? We've already got the emotional baggage of the previous relationship that we have had and the frustrations and the dynamics that set us off or trigger us either way, how do we kind of bring something new into the environment and into the new dynamic so that we're almost starting over and can rebuild from this new place? Well, I think that's a great question, Seth. And I would say two things. I would say, number one, it's about knowing that you can, you can make a difference. You as a parent, even if you've got an 18-year-old, a 27-year-old, you know, there's a role for you in helping them. So that's the first piece is understanding and knowing that this isn't about your kid. It's about you supporting your kids so that they can change their behavior. And then the second foundational piece is about relationship. And this is what is so key is that if you don't have a, a strong relationship with your kid, if they see you as no longer the director, but the dictator or telling them what to do all the time, your ability to, to collaborate with them and work with them to really engage and, and change the behavior or help support them up for the future is going to be completely different. So those are my two foundations. What, what are yours, Elaine? I think, I think the bottom line is the change starts with us. Mm -hmm. And that as parents, we have this tendency to want to fix the kid, to want to fix the problem, to, you know, it's all about the kid. And we have so many parents who are like, well, but, but, but it's about them. They're the one, they need the coach, they need the training. And the truth is the change starts with us. And, when, and, and the research is so clear on this. When parents get proper training and support, when parents understand what's going on in the dynamic, they can set the environment that, that 
prepares the child for and supports the child to learn to become autonomous and independent. But the change, the, the sort of hidden truth of it all is, and we get this all the time when parents take our sanity school class, the feedback we get all the time is, I thought I was doing this to help my kid. I realized that, that the place I needed to start with was helping myself. Well, and I think that, that shift is profound. Yeah. Well, and I think the other piece of it is this sort of understanding what you need as a parent, right? It's just sort of, there's so much free information out there on the internet and you could literally Google for 17 days in a row and never hit the same thing with ideas and strategies and information about how to support your kid with anxiety or ADHD or autism or whatever the, the challenges that you're facing or just behavior challenges. And parents need more than just information. They need help to try to put these changes into practice or we wouldn't be struggling. I mean, this is not, it's, it's not rocket science, but it's not that simple, right? It's this sort of, it's because there's a nuance here and understanding yourself and understanding your kid and understanding that it's not going to be the same every day. It's not like if this happens, you do this and magically it's fine. Elaine, what you were going to jump in. I was going to say, here's what I would say is it's simple, but it's not that easy. Mm. It's really actually the fundamental changes we're talking about are simple. They're nuances, they're tweaks. Very, very often it's shifting language. It's little word shifts. It's not, it's, it's minor tweaks that have profound major impact. And that's the thing that happens when you get some support and you get, you learn how to do it differently as opposed to just Googling on the internet at two o'clock in the morning. Well, and I think the other piece of that is the mindset piece, right? Because so many of us are overwhelmed or frustrated, right? And if we're overwhelmed or we're frustrated, we're not problem solving, we're fixing. And you were talking about that earlier, Elaine. If we can get that shift to, okay, wait, I've got to figure out how to stay calm. I've got to figure (laughs) out how to not let this get to me. I need to figure out how to not get triggered by my kid's behavior so that I can go, okay, so what's really going on here and how do I really help my kid? And that's a big part of what we talk about and work with parents on is, is, how do you not take it personally? How do you how do you keep your energy and attention over there where, where a kid needs help instead of making about me and thinking, well, this kid is being rude or disrespectful or they can't speak to me that way? Or, you know, if you know, Ross Green says that that what we're seeing are behaviors that are challenging behaviors are really symptoms. And so our job as parents is to look at it and say, okay, it's a symptom of what? What is going on right now and how can I help? Is my kid overwhelmed? Are they overstimulated? Are they struggling? Are they frustrated? You know, what is it that's really going on? Okay, so that is absolutely fantastic and a perfect segue into our next question. So how do you do that? How in the midst of the tantrum, in the midst of the fight, when we're trying, when we are taking it personally, when we are making it about ourselves, when we are frustrated, stressed out, overwhelmed, angry, how do we reset? How do we hold that container? How do we get re- reset and recognize, hey, ask ourselves an empowering question. How do we take ourselves out of a situation like that to be a better parent for our kid and for ourselves? I think you start by setting the intention that, that whenever we set an attention, uh, an intention, then we can figure out how to put our attention on it and shift a dynamic. But if we don't decide to change it in the first place, we're never going to create that change. 
Um, and it's strange, but what's coming up to me as I'm thinking about this is, is a thousand years ago, I used to teach uh, labor and delivery classes. I taught yoga for labor and delivery. And the idea was that you do yoga again and again and again for months leading up to delivery. And you get it in your bones so that when you're in that delivery room, you actually use it in, that, in the heat of the moment when you need it. And coaching is a lot like that. I, I, I call it the verbalization of yoga. It, it's a lot like that. We, we coach and we support and we think about it and we process and we become intentional about how do we want to parent and how do we want to calm ourselves and what's getting us upset and what are our triggers. And there's lots of strategies and tools and things that we use to help parents go through this process. And at the end of the day, it's, it's all of that time leading up to the moment when the water is boiling over and the kids are screaming. And that moment when I call it a bring it on attitude, right? We want to teach parents to be able to, to have a bring it on attitude. Whatever's coming at me, I got this. I can swing it. Whatever's coming, I can handle it. And that takes awareness and intention and time leading up to that moment of, of you know, whatever conflict. So the first piece of it is the intention. And then the second piece of it is what you do in the, in the moment. And it's yeah. really hard sometimes to be the grown up. And it's really hard when your kid is calling you names or your kid is sassing back or your kid is doing whatever else to not take it personally. And you've got to figure out, and, and I think this is the piece for me. It's like, you've got to be fiercely committed to the idea that if you can stay calm, really calm, not fake calm, which is what most real calm, really calm, then your ability to support your kid, because ultimately we want to change our kids behavior, your ability to support your kid is going to be completely different. If you are in your right mind, literally in your right mind, than if you are frustrated or overwhelmed. And so well, and, and think about it, right? So so how often have you changed your voice to pretend you're calm, right? I'm, I'm not going to be yelling at you. I'm speaking very clearly right now. And you're still screaming <laughs> at the bottom of your voice, right? That's what Diane means by fake calm. So when we say real calm, that may mean taking a time out ourselves. That may mean taking the 10 breaths, drinking the water, doing some wall push-ups, whatever it is for you to, to not engage in that moment when, when you're not yet reclaimed. We call it reclaiming the brain. When you haven't reclaimed your brain from getting triggered yet, your job as a parent is to tag out, take a break, whatever, it, whatever it's going to take. And, and then there's, you know, sometimes it's how do you handle that when you're a single parent or when there's nobody else around. And so there's strategies for or when, that. Or when the other parent is the one that's getting triggered too. I mean, yeah. there's, there's all these kind of family dynamics that happen. And again, it's this sort of, you've got to be, it, it's hard because a lot of times there's this power thing where we're afraid that if, if I back off or I step away, my kid is taking advantage of me. Well, actually, no, because if somebody is stealing your power, well, there's that, nothing more the powerful than a calm parent. Yeah. Period. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a writer downer right there. Now you mentioned the inundation of potentially not helpful as helpful free information online. Talk a little bit about the services and products that, and courses that you provide that actually result in real change when people implement that. Awesome. Well, so I would say we, we, we also have our, our share of information online um, and it's all done in a coach approach. So the framework that we offer is, is to teach parents this, this 
this coaching style of being in the world. And so the, the first way we do that is through a training class we have called Sanity School for Parents. And we created Sanity School because we'd been coaching parents for a number of years. And we realized that there was some basic training that our, the parents in our group coaching program needed and they didn't have. So we initially created it just for the parents in our group coaching program because we've been running group coaching programs since 2011. And, um, and then we realized we had kind of hit gold dust, that this is what every parent of every complex kid and probably, frankly, every parent, parent anywhere period. needed because it's a primer. It's like a coach approach to parenting. And um, there's you know, a book that's kind of a companion guide to it, The Essential Guide to Raising Complex Kids, goes with Sanity School. And at some point, we created a program for teachers as well, because the teachers came to us and said, you know, this is helping me in my classroom as a parent. It's also helping me at school. So, so our foundational training program is called Sanity School for Parents. And it's an online course. It's on demand. And it's designed to teach uh, the, the coach approach to parenting or raising complex kids. And then from there, Diane, what do you want to so add? We also, we also offer coaching packages that go along with it, right? So I said this before, but information's not enough. And even training isn't enough because what we find is there's so much to this. And, and so it's such an overwhelming situation for these parents. You need help to make that sustainable change. And that's where coaching comes in. 90% of change is about practice. 10% of it is about the information. And so working with a coach, either in a small group or privately, is a great way to take everything you're learning and actually figure out well, what do I do when this does, I thought this was working for a while and now it's not, or this is working, but I keep losing my cool or on Saturday not working. nights, it's not working, <laughs> period. Right. And so we've been, we've been providing coaching, a combination of coaching, training, and support, because what we figured out is it's, that's the three-legged stool, that all three of them are useful. And when you combine them together, that's where you really get a, a magic, that's where transformation happens. And we've been doing this online since 2011. So we've been doing it virtually for 10 years because we knew, we knew it was effective. And so we wanted to make it as affordable and accessible as possible to as many parents as possible. And we've, we literally have had parents from six continents. We haven't hit Antarctica yet, but we're still looking for it. <laughs> you know somebody in Antarctica, let us know. <laughs> I will. We greatly appreciate your time. We know it's incredibly valuable for our Viewers and listeners who are looking for more, where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you? Impactparents.com is our website, and we would love to have you join us there and learn more about us. All right. This has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur with Diane Dempster and Elaine Taylor, class of impactparents.com. Diane, Elaine, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Seth. Thank you, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text pitch to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.